Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym, and what I like to do here on the Bedpost Podcast is talk about fun and sexy uh, guests. We we bring them into the studio. We talk about sex, sex, and sexuality. Today, I'm so excited to be sitting beside Goddess Freya <laughs> She's back. I'm back. One whole year later. One whole year later. Yeah. So we... That's so funny, uh, also, just because we've developed such an amazing friendship um, since you started at Ritual Chamber, since we met, officially met, and the one-year anniversary of you being at our seat is very much a one-year anniversary of our friendship. Yes. Yes, it is. Two Which celebrations is, yeah, two, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, two reasons to have you back. I'm snapping my fingers. You can't tell. <laughs> I appreciate you not having me edit around snaps. <laughs> Mime snaps. Or your clack clacky. Yeah, that's what you really want to do. Oh, the ASMR. There we go. Some pre ASMR. You're welcome. You're, You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> How does it sound? We'll find out. Yeah, we might cut that out. Um, <laughs> really wanted to do it (laughs) oh yeah so our idea was to do like a year a review a year reflection a year Mm check-in yeah yeah it's I really can't understand how it's been a year does it feel fast it feels fast Yeah. yeah like I remember the day that Shahrazad had asked me if I want to come on board yeah. And, like, I can so visibly see that day wow. in my class. And I can't believe that that was a year ago. And I remember being at the first munch and, like, meeting you and yep. meeting some of the other staff. Um, and that was a year ago. Because mm-hmm. we just had a munch the other day. And that was the other thing. It was, like, a year of munches. Year of munches. Because that was something we just... RC just started up a year ago as mm-hmm. well. So it was like, so really three, three anniversaries were happening. But yeah, and you it's were like, time. can you believe that we met? Because we met at the munch. Yeah. 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 So that we met a year ago. Yeah. And like, what an experience that was. It was so like heartwarming to immediately, yeah, to just immediately be immersed in such a wonderful group of people. And I felt so at home. Hmm. and everybody was so kind and welcoming, and there was not a minute that I felt out of place. Oh, I love that. And that's hard That's hard to come by. That's hard to come by spaces like that, especially in a workplace, and like especially in sex work. Yep. Yeah, like, it can often feel isolating or yeah. feel like separate or cliquey or any, any of these things. Yeah. The hierarchy and all that. Hierarchy, yeah. <laughs> 
yeah. where sex workers, there's acrimony between sex workers, uh-huh. different types of sex workers. So yeah, it is really, we are really lucky to have, to be a part of a house that's so inclusive mm-hmm. and interested in community yeah. and interested in like us all being a team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not just sharing a, like a, a brick and mortar space, not just working out of a space, mm-hmm. the same space, but to actually be a team. Yeah, that's something that like still continues to strike me to this day, especially just coming from like the um, being a stripper and being a dancer of be, it being very isolating to like, oh, this is this this is new. This is different. This yeah. is different. I, I can make friends here. Like, oh, okay. This is yeah. really nice. Yeah, because the other to, thing part, that's part of that, um, often those scenarios is like the co- competition happens, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Where you're all fighting to for the clients. Yes. Yeah. Even if you are sharing a workspace, that there's that thing that happens. Yeah. And never once have I experienced any fighting of clients or anything. Like, I haven't felt less than... Um, or, like truly, I love that. Like it's, it's, uh, to be able to duo and stuff and to actually work with like, that's like, what? Some okay. of the funnest. Some times. of the funnest. And then everybody's having a good time. Everybody's, you know, there to enjoy themselves. Everybody makes money. Yeah. <laughs> and like, okay, great. Like, let's do more of that. Yeah. I like specifically, like, when there are times where it's, like, it's slow or something, you know, and you might usually go to that place of, like, oh, I'm doing something wrong mm-hmm. or I'm not popular mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. or I'm not hustling as hard as I should be. Like, you start to kind of look inward when you're in like a team scenario, when you do feel that way, you can kind of text each other in the group and be like, is it just me? And everybody usually validates, no, it's not just you. It's Mm -hmm. slow right now or whatever. And I've had those experiences too of kind of coming off of a few good months and then it's just like... Then it suddenly just grinds to a halt. That's crickets, but with nails. <laughs> and suddenly it just, it grinds to a halt. And it's like, oh shit, is this, is this me? Am I doing something? Uh, could I be doing something better? And the, the whole rhetoric. Yeah. But then, like, you're a text away, or Miss Mars is a text away, or something. Whoever is just a text away to just be like, hey, I need some support right now. And... Or perspective. Or perspective. Like, yeah. Whatever it is. And that's such a... It's such a comforting feeling. It's valuable. It's, yeah. And to feel valued as well, enough that, like, somebody can just text you back and be like, hey, it's okay, like, don't worry. And then all of a sudden, you know, like, bookings will come in. Yeah, and then it turns around. Mm-hmm. You know, some something usually happens yes. where then it suddenly comes back. Yeah, I just went through a really slow period. Yes. And that was something we were commiserating on mm-hmm. with other RC doms as well, yes. where we were all kind of like, what? Going. Going where is where is everyone where are the gigs has <laughs> anybody left in toronto like, <laughs> yeah. is it just us <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and i think those are like you know there's a lot of fun things about being a team and yeah. 
being friends with your coworkers and stuff also, but I think that's something that's super valuable that I would just appreciate so much. The support. That yeah, yeah. is the support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm continuously left with a sense of support from working at RC. Like it's it's nice. I love that. It's comforting. Is that something that like surprised you? You said you kind of felt a part of a team right away. Like so what was like did you get surprised by that or, or what was what were you thinking and how did uh, you get proved wrong mm. um I didn't know what to expect going in so there was like that you know kind of first day nervousness <laughs> like what's this job gonna be like and then just meeting everybody at the munch for the first time coming from a section of sex work that was very individual mm. So, um, like having my kind of qualms with that already and being like, Ooh, I don't know if this is like, if this is an instance where I can make friends or how, how much can I make friends? Is it just going to be surface level? Um, how much am I going to work with these people? And so like all of the kind of what ifs were going through my head and then just sitting down at that front table at the munch on the first day, it was just an immediate, like, relax into the seat of, oh, wait, these, everybody's really inquisitive and, like, wants to be here and is talking to one another. So that first munch was really, like, an, oh, I see the possibility here. Hmm. And then, um... Having our first duo together was my first duo as well, ever. <laughs> we had some good ones. What was the first one? Do you remember? I remember... Oh, yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember... No, I don't remember the session. I remember the session. Okay, I remember you wanted to have a coffee beforehand. Yes. And, like, do negotiation, like, with you and I as... A, working together yeah was there any ways we could support each other you know is there any information I need to know what are your boundaries I remember we had a tea yes. down the street from ritual chamber before that and then what was the scene the scene was um a lot of impact there we had our whips and we just got to mark the back and the butt and the legs it was it was a there were, we left that man <laughs> We left him for dead. We just, <laughs> we just we left did. him. Yeah. A shell. A shell, shell of a man. shell of a man. <laughs> and I think, yeah, we had, we had him on the cross and you had your whip and I had my whip mm-hmm. and we, we got to just go to town on him. He was, Damn, uh, we should, yeah. where is he? I, that's, I think Come about back. this, like often <laughs> you know like where are you pain slut come back <laughs> come back and see us <laughs> my whip is longing for <laughs> a nice canvas <laughs> to play with and then we uh and then we did foot stuff hmm. foot and mouth and <laughs> <laughs> foot and mouth disease <laughs> <laughs> That's a med fed scene right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
sign comes in. I have foot and mouth disease. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> you <Yeah>. Do now. <laughs> first that was our that first, was our and first. then we had like a nice chat after i remember also see i don't remember the scene so much mm-hmm. the impact is kind of ringing a bell a little bit but i remember yeah our kind of a little meeting beforehand and then afterwards and you were like did you feel supported yeah i was like what the <laughs> fuck is this this is the best i was like yes absolutely Aww. like and we just validated each other as far as because I was like that was easy for that me. Easy. I didn't feel like I had to carry it because you know we kind of said beforehand that you were like I don't mind if you are kind of leading a mm-hmm. bit, playing a bit of the leader role. Yeah. Um, and I was like I don't mind taking that. Yeah. As well, and then after, I was like no, you. I had so much confidence in you and your skills, and immediately our styles just made sense together and like it was easy for me I didn't feel like I was carrying the weight of that scene at all me me neither I was like oh this is this is fun this is easy nice and it was was just fun easy yeah Yeah. I was like oh I want to I want to I want to do more do more of this yes duos and I think we've been pretty lucky like if we think in the past year how many duos specifically like you and I have had versus me and other people like I've had more duos with you than anyone this past year oh yeah yeah I would say like what two a month yeah something like that one a month at least one a month at least yeah which is good pretty good and also, we're available for duos if anyone wants to book it. Uh. It's a fun time. It's a fun, sexy, yeah. good time. And we've also, I feel like, had, like, we've got some range as a duo also because, like, we were just talking about the hilarious one that we did where we were laughing the entire time. Three hours. A three-hour scene where we were just uh, the most joy and the most laughter. And then also we um, had this one because we've got somebody that's coming back. Mm-hmm. So we did this duo with the person that like felt really quiet and grounded and focused mm-hmm. as well. And how we were talking about how much we enjoyed that. Yeah. And so happy we were going to do that again in like yes. a couple of weeks or whenever it is. But yeah, just like that. I think we got some real range mm-hmm. to be able to have like this joyous, giggly, fun, sexy good time yep to a really grounded space that we can um pace and go slowly mm-hmm. and feel into and even that one was like two and a half hours or that was good that was yeah like i think 2.5 of, yeah and yeah the the range and the duality that we can play in is mm-hmm. like that's what's so much fun to do with you mm-hmm. is um i know that we can feel it out feel it out and, and it'll work yeah Whatever, yeah. however it ends up looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, for that one, that our first one was, like, all impact and, like, serious, serious impact. And then to this fashion show. <laughs> this insane fashion show. That was so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I think of just the body bag inchworm. Yeah. Just <laughs> putting this man in a full leather body bag and asking him to not only cross the room once but then cross the room back all the way back 
and to do three dynamic poses <laughs> in a body bag. And he just flails. Oh, and to just be laughing at him the whole time. Oh, it's just so fucking fun. We put on, I put on RuPaul music. Yes. I put on like Sissy That Walk. <laughs> and our little signs. Oh, like, yeah. And then like tens, 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 tens cross the We board. like could judge, like that was such a fun setup of like, okay, he does this thing that's wildly entertaining. And then we get to like critique him and tell him the, the things we appreciated and liked and that were fun and funny. And then the things that could have been better. And the thing, you know, we gave him like a bit of judgment and like, which was just such a funny thing to like critique it after and give him a score. And the best thing was like, he took, he took the advice to heart and like really tried to put it in for the next round. Yeah. Cause we made him do it three whole times, three different outfits, three whole times. And we were like that pose, you know, we'd like to see more focus on the poses, you know, more energy put in, more thought put into the poses. It's really important. The poses. Okay. Really? We can't, you know, undercut no, how no. important the poses are. So <laughs> he's like, okay, take him, take mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and then the so next good. time he give us like a really wild pose. Oh, it's so, so good. <laughs> it's so funny. Let's come back Like, I remember him, we like gave him a gag, like a ball gag for like, <laughs> for one of them and like, there was, yeah, the drool, the drool, like, um, <laughs> when he was rounding the bend, like, right in front of us, like, right in front of the judges' table, and there was that, like, that thread of drool, just, like, as he turned the corner, we were just killing ourselves Oh laughing. my god, I forgot about that. that Thank you so for reminding funny. me. That was so funny. And <laughs> just it pooling. Yeah, just, so oh, that, Yes. <laughs> oh, what a great memory. Seriously. Core memory. <laughs> Just... Yeah. Like, I'll remember that one. Mm-hmm. That that one will stick out in my brain, I think, for a long time. Highlight. Yeah. Like, definitely a highlight of being at RC so far. That's... <laughs> that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Do you yeah. have others that jump to mind? What about solo sessions that you've done? Do you have, like, any ones that stick out as being really, mm. real good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, not too, I think last month, actually, one that really stuck out. So, um, I wasn't, like, feeling the best going into the session. I was kind of crampy and, like, pretty low energy, and I was like, oh, man, like, I really have to, really have to pick myself up here and go to the session. And I think it was, um, it was a longer one. And it was with somebody that I had seen before, so it's like, okay, at least, at least this I is, know the person. At least I know the person. And um, so we get into session, and the person comes, and they're carrying a whole bunch of things with them. And to my surprise, it's food. Mm. Oh, great. Feed me. I'm a happy, happy goddess. <laughs> There's like grapes and strawberries and a whole bunch of fruit and like homemade chantilly cream and it was like oh my god oh yes (laughs) give me more you know what not enough like um pro dom clients bring food that's something that happens in full service really fairly often oh really 
but rarely happens to me in pro-dom appointments. Oh. I make sure it's gluten-free. Gluten I'm celiac now, so make sure it's gluten-free. But, but like, if you brought me snacks, <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Like, yes. I've brought snacks before. Like, if yeah. it's a long one, mm-hmm. I brought snacks and then in the middle kind of had some snacks but like very rarely I've gotten brought snacks for like to eat in the scene like mm-hmm. people bring a chocolate bar on the way out they give me a little gift yeah but like I'm talking I'm talking snacks in, that we eat in the session. in session this was like yes I am happy because like one of my one like something that I, I just absolutely love like as a human is is like this fantasy of just being fed, like, mm. on a beach, feed mm. me grapes, rub my feet. like That's very goddess. Book. Yeah. That's very goddess. Exactly. So, this session ended up turning a bit into that, and I was mm. overjoyed because, like, you know, feeling a little crampy, and then I'm being fed these strawberries and this delicious whipped cream and having my feet rubbed and I was like this is happening right now yes this is happening right now and I could just lean so into that into like the the goddess appreciation of it all yeah so it was that like for me the ability the ability to just like be able to actually relax and let myself go there. Mm-hmm. And um, for this client, not knowing that this is like a great, great fantasy of mine to actually have that played out. So that's like wow. a session I'm going to remember for sure. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's interesting because it's like you went in, you know, feeling one way and then we're kind of surprised by so surprised. the client and how they could cater to you in this other way that's really lovely oh yeah left afterwards like oh i'm so glad this happened oh my god (laughs) yes (laughs) what fucking luck my goodness 180 for sure yeah i think that's something we've talked about in the past also of like because i know you do we've done some foot duos together and i know that's something that you do pretty regularly Mm -hmm. for Uh your solo sessions as well and it's that thing of like, specifically it happens with foot stuff a lot, where it's like, you do sometimes feel that thing of like, ooh, should I be doing more here? Should I be like dirty talking them or directing them more or like trying to figure out how you can remain active in the scene, um, you know, versus this this feeling where sometimes you're able to like really sink in, like you said, and like actually relax in the scene and just get the foot rub. Like, just get the foot rub. Yeah. And like, you know, sometimes, you know, whatever, clients might want some dirty talk and some mm-hmm. more direction and a really present power dynamic, mm-hmm. active power dynamic while they're doing foot stuff. But yeah. like some subs really, service subs specifically, really do want you to like, not have to lift a finger, not have to do talk, think, do anything. Just let me serve you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that sounds like an opportunity where you really could lean into that. And it was so, it was so good. And I think that's actually, um, one of the biggest learning curves that I've had in the, in the past year was, um, like that ability to sink in because, that's really challenging for me to mm-hmm. just like 
actually just sit back and receive and not think that I actually have to do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the past year, just kind of like taking that risk with myself. I mean, like, what happens if I just sit here and let this person rub my feet and enjoy it? Mm -hmm. Can I enjoy it just as much? And it was possible. Oh, great. And they enjoyed it just as much. they enjoyed it just as much. So, yeah, that, that was like, and that kind of permeated into other areas of my life. Like, how can I take this? specific learning instance and like apply that to other areas Hmm. how can I just really sit back and relax and enjoy so Hmm. that that's something that I actually think about often is like some of these things that I've learned in the last year and how they've impacted other areas of Mm -hmm. your life yeah 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 and even like I can see how like taking that and applying it to other types of scenes like if we're just talking about applying it to other professional places like in this type of work it's like Mm -hmm. okay what other kinks that I facilitate could I relax into a bit more Mm -hmm. or like do that thing of for me it's like the thing of performative versus like embodying you know so it's like how can I embody other stuff more rather than always feeling like I've got to do whatever like Mm -hmm. you were saying yeah because it gives yeah. it gives a different feeling to the the moment, and it gives a different feeling to the scene of like being out of your head versus being in your body. Mm-hmm. And even if it's like not all the time in the body, it's like for me, I can appreciate those moments that I can really feel like, oh yeah, like I'm I'm here, I'm in the space, and it that's really important to me mm-hmm. to get out of my head and to not judge myself and to not think that I constantly have to be doing in order to do a good job. Mm -hmm. So that, that's something that, um, has been very present for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, the more that I do this work. For me, I've noticed like specifically with the activity of like pegging Mm -hmm. that like, usually people are just happy to like, just receive yeah and like you don't have to be again like adding that extra layer of like oh I have to make sure that the power dynamics engaged or whatever at the same time like a lot of people are just perfectly happy to like just be just get fucked like you don't have to talk to them you don't have to do dirty talk at that point you don't really yeah and they can just close their eyes and just kind of surrender and receive and get fucked yeah yeah and I can just fuck them yes I can just be the one that fuck like (laughs) not have to do extra do more than that Mm -hmm. like that is off that's so much more than enough just this like you know that is so much more than enough yeah yeah first of all they're in your presence great (laughs) yes exactly and like and like really understanding that and like Mm -hmm. yeah uh, feeling that like oh I don't have to do more I'm good enough just as I am and I don't always have to do more mm-hmm. you know I can just be and especially know. like with the building of the scene too it's like the way that I'm also trying to think about it is like mm. there's already so much that has happened yes so I am already good enough to be in this space of like holding this power I'm kind of good enough in quotes like I've already been holding this power dynamic I don't have to continue to do more to hold this power dynamic. It's already 
inherently there as the foundation. Yeah, we've set scene. it up. We've set it up. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I find that happens with me too, where I'm like, yeah, I will do a lot of talk that's enforcing our roles early on, like a narrative kind mm-hmm. of to set up the yes. scene. Yeah. And then you can kind of, then that sets you up to be able to kind of just relax and just exist in those roles. Exist. Once you've set it up, that's really brilliant. Yeah. Cause I noticed that too, near the like last half of the session, I'm way quieter. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. way more grounded mm-hmm. and way more kind of, yeah, just in that able to, yeah, just be more in your body, I guess, mm-hmm. versus me having to, yeah, maintain like the dirty talk or whatever it is. Yeah. Be talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just be talking. Yeah. This is, uh, that's something that I've been noticing and, and like paying attention to. I'm like, oh, this is actually like embedded in my style. Yeah. And that's what I'm hearing. For yeah, you too. because it's funny yeah. I mentioned pegging also because I usually save pegging for to be the last, the last activity. Thing. Okay. So usually at the last activity, I'm talking a lot less. Yeah. So sometimes that things happen where I'm like, oh, you haven't talked in a while. You should probably say something. You should probably, you, you know, you, you should probably humiliate them or like encourage them or like whatever the vibe is. But like sometimes, yeah, I'm just doing it. And then I'm like, oh, that's the last time. <laughs> what was the last time I said something? <laughs> but it's okay that it, it, yeah. And that's obviously what's naturally happening is at that moment, I don't feel the need to do that. Yeah. And you just have to trust that, exactly. that it's good. Yes, and exactly. it works and it's. You're both enjoying it. Because it's still, like, you're still feeling the dynamic Absolutely. between the, you and the person. And, you know, also, hopefully, trusting the client enough to, to save something if they, they need needed an adjustment. anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's like, okay, great. This is happening. I trust the client will say something. I mean, not all the time, but... Yeah. A lot of times, though, if they want dirty talk in that moment, they'll be like, am I a da 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 for yeah, you, mistress? Yes. And you're like, yes. You and then are. you're like, yes. And then you start, you know, you can, yeah, you are that. Yeah, exactly you that bet. thing you said. Yes. That one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Like, oh, shit, yeah. wait. Yes. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> oh, yes. Dirty talk is what you want uh, right now. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, that thing also of like trusting the, um, you know, you, you do have to kind of trust the client to carry, carry the scene with you, you know? It's not a one way street. No. Yeah. So that's, you know, yeah, that's a thing with confidence also to know that like, you know, it's not just my responsibility to monologue at you the entire time. No. You know, I simply cannot. Yeah, and I don't want to. <laughs> I, don't want I get tired to. of hearing myself <laughs> speak. <laughs> I would. I have a podcast. <laughs> I, it's a nightmare. <laughs> Editing this is a nightmare. <laughs> I don't want to do that in my other work Please as no. well. <laughs> it's, it's something that I, I say in pre-scene as well. I'm like, like I, I reinstate that this is a, a, a co-created experience. Yeah. So you know to put yourself in as you know as much as you want to and as much as you can Mm -hmm. and the more that you can do that the more that you can kind of take those little risks like the the more the scene is going to go the way that you were hoping it to yeah because I I can't be in I can't be in their brain yeah like we we got a snippet in terms of like 
what somebody would like to experience and like with our own personal spin on that and then the more that somebody can actually communicate with me in scene in whatever like in a verbal way or in a in a physical way or in some sort of way that that just allows for like that that feedback like the mm-hmm. continuous feedback and the creation of a scene which takes more than one person absolutely i think that's a great point to lead us into the break yeah! Take a little bit of a break and then we'll be back with Goddess Free of Fame. Woo! The Bedpost Podcast is sponsored by Come As You Are. Founded as a worker-owned cooperative, Come As You Are has a fundamentally anti-capitalist and feminist approach to sexual pleasure, health, and education. Come As You Are doesn't profit from your pleasure and only stocks products that they truly love and believe in. Come As You Are has been voted best sex shop in Toronto since 1997. Check them out at comeasyouare.com or 254 Augusta Avenue in Toronto's own Kensington Market. We are also sponsored by Club M4 Toronto. Club M4 is the largest sexually charged lifestyle club in the GTA. And now you can go to their website, www.clubm4.com. If anything looks interesting and you want to check it out, head on down to Club M4 at 1989 Dundas Street, Mississauga. Alrighty, welcome back. We're here with Goddess Free of back baby and i had an idea yes i was like (laughs) i was like let's download the episode we did a year ago oh my god and let's maybe scroll through it and see if anything funny comes out as far as like whoa that that's different than how (laughs) i do things now or like wow that was a different headspace than i'm in now Mm, night and day because i i do not remember what we talked about I I do. I don't. And I'm like, wow, it's going to be different. Okay. Well, I've I mean, lived, you've lived a life. I've lived a life between there. <laughs> Gosh. I love My it. Whole new goddess. <laughs> the whole new world. Okay, Male let's new bitch, let's check this out. <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to scroll around. Mm-hmm. I like play it off as like, you know, oh, look at me. I'm a petite woman Ooh. and, you know, I'm still destroying you with my like pinky finger. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of that thing of like, wow, you must be really weak and pathetic to, uh, <laughs> You know, to be completely overtaken by somebody who's just barely five feet. That must be very humiliating for you. Especially to be able to destroy somebody with a pinky finger. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. Like, that just speaks to how powerful you are. Totally. Mmm. So I'm being a small. being a teeny tiny dom. I'm a teeny tiny dom. <laughs> I'm a teeny tiny dom, a five feet tall. And I will end you. <laughs> this, this is true. Still true. It's still, still true. true. It's it's even more true. Is it? Yeah. So my question yes. surrounding that clip was, is like, have has that come into play 
you know, more than you thought it would or less? Like, do you, is it not a thing or, or what at this point? I think my confidence um, in the last year has grown. Okay. Like, for sure. So there's moments where, because uh, I wear my boots, my, my eight inch boots, because yeah. I, I, I love them and I just, I love the look, I love the feel, I love the, the vibe. Um, and it helps me get into that space. Like, it's part of my, um, drag. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it gets me into Goddess Freya. And at the same time, there's days where I'm just like, nope, you get, you get me. You get me in, in, and usually with, um, like, foot sessions. Yeah, right. You get me being five feet tall. <laughs> You get, you literally get me being five feet tall yeah. in my bare feet and you're going to fucking like it. <laughs> you want me to be any taller? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting down anyway. You're beneath me. You're at my feet. <laughs> you don't know how tall I am until I stand up. <laughs> I'm not standing up. You can go get that for me. <laughs> love that so yeah sometimes I, I do think about that in terms of like oh what does it feel like can I still be in my persona like without my boots and and yes yes I can mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and at the beginning it was uh certainly more challenging because I wanted to present a certain way yeah and now I'm like Mm-mm. it's it's yes there's a quality to having like a look mm-hmm. and I've brought that look more internal yeah yeah the look like enhances the persona it doesn't define the whole persona Mm -hmm. you're still goddess freya Mm fey if you're not wearing the pleasers if you're yeah yeah. i like that okay Mm -hmm. that was lucky that i just scroll i don't know what clips i'm scrolling to here so that was lucky but (laughs) so go a bit forward where i'm assuming we're talking on another topic let's let's see water and having a granola bar you know may not quite do it for everyone because maybe you know a a better way to look at it is like really listening to your own body and what it needs in that moment yeah and I think it's uh just going on that is what I'm hoping that clients will also be paying attention to during session as Mm -hmm. well yeah, talk it's about like, this more. I like I like this as well because that that's you're exactly right. This is something that's not just reserved for aftercare. Mhm. Um when having any sort of playtime um whether from, you know, a, a dominant perspective or a submissive perspective, uh it's my hope that we are in tune with what's going on. And um during session it's my favorite when my one of the one of my clients is able to actually speak to what's happening for them in that moment mm. and it, it can be quite a challenge because maybe we're not used to noticing what a sensation is telling us um, but it, communication to me is so 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 important because if a client is saying like oh I'm feeling this, let me come up with something ridiculous, uh, like this tingling sensation in my ass is really hot right now. <laughs> You're able to give me feedback and, and from there, 
<laughs> it was ridiculous. I thought that was going somewhere else. <laughs> Where did you think it was going? I thought I was going to say something about please eat. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought totally thought I was going there. I'm just going to say it anyway. Please eat before the session. Absolutely. Eat Especially like yeah, there are, there are also sessions that people think they need to start themselves for like mm. i.e. pegging okay. and anal play and stuff and that just gets you in a terrible situation usually say. usually <laughs> yes not even potentially but usually. usually yeah we need nutrients everyone so eat something <laughs> <laughs> but to, to speak about that i think that yeah. we, we touched about we touched on that um earlier i think so that was the part of um being able to communicate during session and how that adds to the experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that that still rings You're true. Right. Yeah, we were. All right, we got right. a ring true still. Absolutely. A mental snapshot that I have in my head. You know what I mean? It's yes. so cute. I was like, I just like looked up with that dumb puppy look of like, I choked on my water. <laughs> <laughs> funny because we specifically have done we recently did a pet play scene where they were look they're a little kitty pretty kitty, pretty kitty. and then he's booked now as uh, a second one so we're doing that in a few weeks but um pet play i guess was the topic yes of that. Mm-hmm. yeah pet play i've done i haven't done pet play in a while except for that that duo that one um I was doing a lot of pet play at the beginning. Interesting. I think from because of this podcast. Oh, okay. Yes, great. Because of that first one, I'm like pet play. Oh, okay. Um, so that was, uh, yeah, that was more towards the. I would say in the first like six k six months or so. Mm-hmm. So what things? Like, what um? What other things kind of emerged later on in the year that like you kind of settled settled into? activities hmm. what activities have i settled into footstep footstep absolutely footstuff. yep um and are you happy with like that being one of your main yes. things yeah oh, okay yeah. great yeah. give great. give more footstep play yeah. with my feet because i see you leaning into that more with your you know socials like your marketing mm-hmm. is leaning into that mm-hmm. so you're seeing the you're seeing the benefits and, and the reaping the yeah like you're putting that out with the intention of people booking more foot sessions yes and that's happening for you mm-hmm. yes yeah. worship my feet let me hit you with them let me do stuff let me face, sl- <laughs> let slap me you just, with my that's foot that's one of my favorite things a to do foot, foot slap, oh yeah. yes <laughs> lick the bottom of my foot and let me slap you with it that's a good feeling that's a good one it's <laughs> great especially as like a punishment like, yeah mm. Well, it's, just gotta get the right spot. Sometimes I miss. <laughs> 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 
not a miss. I'm perfect. <laughs> That's exactly where I intended to hit you. Obviously, dog. Your nose. <laughs> That's what I meant. What? Yes. <laughs> I actually had a um, my my main pet play guy uh, book me again the other day. He does like. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He does like a solid three hours at, every time. It's really great. Um, and this time was a really funny role play of he wanted me to be this evil cat that have captured him and I was interrogating him and trying to get, you know, information from him about what the dogs are planning and like, <laughs> you know, cause like we're big nemeses and like, I was telling him my evil plan of like the cats are planning on like neutering all the dogs. So oh, there's no. no dogs in the new generation and like, yeah. But he had, like, they have humans on their side. You know what I mean? Like, they're, like, a pairing and, and it's, like, a big disadvantage to me. So I was trying to, like, you know, it was very funny. Yes, that it was sounds so excellent. Funny. And he got to stay in the place of being the good boy. He literally didn't know what I was talking about. He was like, you got the wrong dog. Like, he's like, I'm innocent. I'm a good boy. And I'm like, you're a liar. You're manipulating me. Like, and then at the end, I made it. So the whole time I made it seem like he was lying. And, you know, I was just kept trying to get the information. He's like, I don't know anything. I'm just a dumb dog. <laughs> I'm just I'm like, a dumb dog. Yeah. And then at the end, I pretended to get a text from one of the other cats and I was like oh I do have the wrong dog oh I understand oh okay no I'll let him go yeah no no, I'll let him go yeah no okay yeah yeah okay thanks bye (laughs) and then I was like so we're gonna let you go (laughs) turns out you're a good boy after all oh you are a Um, good boy yeah and then you got to do the aftercare of you were you were you are a good boy you know you're the best boy you would never do anything like that never no how do you know Never. Never. <laughs> so sweet. It was so cute. Okay, let's fourth fast forward for mm-hmm. yet another clip. In terms of the dominatrix being the therapist, no. Mm. Um, you know, that the training is, just speaking from a professional setting, the, 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 the training is so different. There's so many, so many years of schooling that, that go into being, uh, well, speak for myself or a psychotherapist, it's, we have five years of schooling that we have to do plus then like a thousand hours of client work plus like a whole okay you just mimed (laughs) shooting yourself in the head (laughs) (laughs) a thousand hours is a really long time oh god it's not literally a thousand before i can uh before i it's a thousand hours you know, I might get this wrong, but I, it's a thousand hours before I can call myself a full registered psychotherapist without okay. any supervision. Okay. Wow. Yeah. A thousand hours. I think I'm on like 50 at this point. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Something. Yeah. Oh, so, I, I remember that part. Yeah. yeah. That was speaking to how, um... How my background um, in psychotherapy mm-hmm. uh, is similar to, or I can bring those concepts into um, work as a job, mm-hmm. um, and how I use that in session. So, I th- so when would we have 
A year ago. A year ago. So I was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what, what, what month was it? Um, so I was just finishing my third year mm-hmm. or just finished my third year. And now I'm in my fourth year. Mm-hmm. Just finished my fourth year. So I'm officially a student therapist. (laughs) Whole different world. Um, So the more that I kind of have been able to take on this role as as a therapist, the the more I'm able to use those skills in session too. And it's it's more or less the same of what we were talking about before of like, how can I be more present? How can I ground myself more? And also how, um, how can I support the client in feeling more grounded mm-hmm. and something that I'm just thinking about now was this session that I did the other day and it's with a client who's fairly chatty um and uh, 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 it was foot worship too and so the client was fairly chatty and I could feel myself also being very heady like very up up here and it was one of those ones I was like mm, I can't quite see sink into this experience like what is what is happening here between the two of us that's not allowing me to like really feel into my body and so I was like I'm gonna try something I was like how do you feel about like blindfold and he was open to it so we did um we did I put a blindfold on him and I kind of turned off the lights and like a complete 180 Mm. of there wasn't a peep Mm. and it was so profound of like this totally different side of this person I was like oh okay so a little bit of like sensory play was part of this whole experience that this person didn't even know that they enjoyed Mm. and allowed them to sink in deeper and for them to like Uh, feel the foot differently and like if I dragged my foot along his body and like whoa that feels different and so that was really cool Mm. um to just like notice what was happening in me to notice what was happening in the other person and how to like adjust adjust yeah and like make an impactful change in the scene like a 180 yeah yeah and in the end he was like that was cool. Like that didn't realize that he could get to there himself. Um, so that's, that kind of stuff really helps out like during scene in terms of, um, like course correcting or. And reading and someone reading. I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we have to do that thing where, you know, we are good at reading people, but we we're saying before how you know we are not mind readers so you readers. need to communicate but like yes. reading people's body language and mm-hmm. stuff like that and reading the situation like you did um is something we have to be doing as well yeah. both of those things need to be happening mm-hmm. and like i can imagine that you know you're bringing that in from your therapy background mm-hmm. that just helps you do that yeah yeah in like... a new way a different way a more nuanced way maybe and in a way that I feel quite confident about too. Mm-hmm. So that that's uh, that's that's fun little things that I can bring in that I'm like, ah, yes, I know how to do this. I feel good about this. And mm-hmm. and to me, it's just all one big experiment. Like maybe it lands, maybe it doesn't. But yeah, I'm trying something in the moment and feeling like I trust myself and trust the client enough 
Otherwise, I probably wouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like you can, you know, you can take risks when you feel safe to do so. Mm -hmm. That's the whole reason, you know, the whole thing we're trying to achieve in our work is to create, you know, is to take a leap and you can do so because we're creating this safe space, Mm non-judgmental space for you to do so. So you can explore, experiment, play, whatever it is. There's there's one scene coming up. I just had a consult about about like a dark sensual therapist role play. Uh, <gasps> yeah, that's a noise that came out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be great. Um, still have to to ponder that one and think about think about like what to bring. Um, but that I think that's going to be like a highlight of my entire career if it goes well. <laughs> I love so that for you. Very excited about that. I feel like I also got. Oh, here we go. Okay, this is a request I got. I'm doing it May. Oh, this is my appointment tomorrow. Actually, okay. <laughs> so you know, I, o- I only just like scam these before, but it says yeah. My scenario is going to be a school therapist. Yes. And then revealing that I broke a commitment. So we haven't said what the person has done wrong, but there's like a punishment treatment aspect. The therapist blackmails me into doing whatever they ask me to do. And then like, you know, all the activities. But the therapist's idea is that these things will help me embrace the fact that I'm secretly a submissive slut. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. That's good. happy ending and a happy ending for everybody you find out you're a slut great (laughs) what could go wrong we love that for you yeah it's a fun role to play like are you able to to either separate or like draw from like what is what does here's the question (laughs) what does doing a therapist role play in a kink scenario pro kink scenario feel like to you since you have this therapy background that's the fun part of this is because i haven't done a therapist role play before Mm -hmm. so the way that i kind of see it is that i get to do things that i would never be able to do with like a therapy client Mm -hmm. like ever so So it's not based in any reality mm -mm. yeah no it's an opportunity for you to completely break reality of what you would actually completely break and like um be like because it's like a dark therapist right so like they're manipulative they're sadistic exactly so like really heighten the manipulation factor really heighten the sadism um be able to weave this really intrinsic fucking mess Mm -hmm. yes (laughs) Yeah. And like weave the web. Weave the web and um yeah, just really lean into like the sort of extreme. Mm-hmm. Um cuz you know what the baseline is. You yeah. know what this is traditionally looks like. Okay. So that you know can inform you all the more to be able to push the narrative in this like really fantastical yes. direction. Yeah. Cool. So I'm I'm quite excited about that. That's like I would say it at, on the top of the list of things that I would like to do to Exciting. experience. Yeah. Um, for like looking forward from here, 
are there ways that you where you know ways that you've discovered you kind of want to go going forward so like you know I'm sure that happened from when you started to now but like now going forward what are you thinking for yourself going forward going forward um I still want to lean into like the the sensual sadism Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that has that kind of um style feels really good to me right like really leaning into the sensual aspect and with this like flair and undertone of sadism Mm -hmm. like that's Mm -hmm. like it's it's me yeah that's the (laughs) voice you've found yeah that, yeah that's the voice i found yeah. and and it's a voice that i want to continue to explore mm-hmm. um i still want to do plenty of impact play like that's still my my joy mm-hmm. i just want to <laughs> your mom slapping, <laughs> slapping face back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and back and forth. <laughs> i would love to bring my whip out more as well yeah hint hint nudge. hint hint um, and <laughs> in terms of like going forward, hmm. Hmm. yeah, those are the types of like at least scenes, scenes and, and whatnot. Yeah. Just really leaning into, really leaning into my style and my voice more. Mm-hmm. Now that you've honed it. Now that, yeah. It's like, okay, where does it go? Where does it go from here? Um, and hoping that, like, hoping that there is some growth in that too. Like, I have, I don't know what else is going to come into my life to add on to what is to come. And I'm, I'm like, I know that there is going to be, um, some room for growth there still. Yeah, absolutely. What does that look like? Yeah, that's also an exciting thing. Yeah. Of being like, okay, I've spent this year developing this really strong brand, this really strong brand identity, like style, dominant voice. But I I feel like, you know, what's fun about finally really figuring that out for yourself is that that does now free you to be like, okay, now I can play a bit more because now I've got some structure to this. Yeah. And now it almost feels like it's that funny thing with the work we do also. Like sometimes when you're bound, you feel freedom and you feel, you know, all Mm, these things. mm -hmm. It's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. It's like now that I've got some lines to color in, I can really confidently color now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, I like the way you put that. Thank you for (laughs) helping me with the words there. (laughs) Oh, speaking of bound, yes. Let me tie more people up too. I want to explore more. You're a rope person, so we'll come on. Predicament bondage. Give me some fucking predicaments to put you in. (laughs) Let's predict. Let's predict. Mm -hmm. Let's do predict. (laughs) (laughs) She do predict. (laughs) I get to be mischievous, which is great. Yeah. Mm. yeah it's yeah. the mischievousness of it all is uh is something that i want to lean into more too yeah the devilishness of it yes all. Mm. yeah and that's why i love predicament bondage i like that i was uh doing a consult with someone recently and one mm. of the topics was um you know do you have any tips as far as me developing my dominant voice finding my Ooh. dominant voice and i was like I might think about the activities, you know, with the limited experience you have, I might think of the activities you've done and you've really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Maybe analyze what you enjoy about them. Yes. That Mm -hmm. might kind of inform 
the vibe. Because if you enjoy predicament bondage and the reason is that you feel very mischievous and devilish and like, you know, it's a little mix of playful and sadism and yeah. that might help you inform, okay, you know, did you feel like an older sister, like bratting, like bugging, torturing your younger brother in that moment? <laughs> like did, maybe bratty's your style, maybe mischievous is your style, mm-hmm. playful, like whatever it is. Yeah. So that's funny that you, and I was, she's like, can you name a bunch of like dumb archetypes off the top of the head and I was like oh bratty older sister is such a vibe and that's one I just kind of came up with off the top of my head I'm like oh but that's good though bratty older sister she connected with more of like disciplinary and stern and like I'm like when you think of a you know when you do impact play like does it feel powerful for you do you feel um yeah that you can access this like dark part of yourself or this stern part of yourself and that connected with her, but as I was talking, I'm like, oh, ready older sister. I, I connect with that. <laughs> You're like, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just me, though. <laughs> that's just me, though. <laughs> I do enjoy when the, the bratty side comes out. It's fun. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I'm like, I have this, I've developed this, like, again, with my branding, too. It's like this playful dominant. That's my brand at mm-hmm. this point. And I don't know. Having that established, I feel like I can kind of explore the other parts of myself mm-hmm. because a brand doesn't lock you in to like no. something. It doesn't need to, right? No. It's like, well, that's that's the baseline. And from there, I can kind of play wherever I want, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, which is kind of freeing. And we have, you know, similarities in our style, which I think that's why we duo so well. Duo so well. Yeah. So well. Just... Mm-hmm. So the duos we're asking for. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm not a rope person. So one thing that I appreciate appreciate about doing with you is that you are, so we can do some intricate rope stuff. So one of my asks is going to be predicament bondage duo with you. Yes. Where you do all the technical stuff, and I can add my flair of mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. Whatever the fuck Sage-ism I to do. Yeah, and like playfulness and <laughs> yes. all that, you know, like all that stuff and spontaneity and yeah. the situation stuff. But that's going to be my ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about you? My ask is um, also a rope thing. Yeah? Okay. Um, I've posted this on my Twitter and I need to post it again and I'm putting it out here no. on the pod right now. Um, so a duo with us where we tie somebody up in you know whatever position on the ground and they have to be our life drawing model oh and my god (laughs) and we get to draw them and take our time and they have to lay there and you know neither of us are artists (laughs) speak for yourself In terms yeah, of like a pencil artist, can you draw? Wait, I actually don't. Holy shit, that's yours! Oh my god, just pointing to everything here. Wait, I did know that. <laughs> but I'm sorry, but shit, I, I forgot. Know, but however, <laughs> my dominant hand is injured, so <laughs> neither of so, us are artists. So now neither of us are artists. <laughs> correct. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
sorry, I forgot that for some reason. Okay, great. So you can use your non-dumb hand. And um, we will draw you. Oh, I love that. Very poorly. Oh, I love And this. the reason why our drawings are so poor. Oh, it's not our fault. It's not our fault. It's because you're such a horrible life drawing model. But in the end... You get rewarded with our drawings because we're oh, so yes, kind. Oh, yes, as a gift. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're so generous. So generous oh. and so kind. <laughs> wow, that's fucking brilliant. Yes. Okay. We need to do this. Yeah, great place to end those two appeals. <laughs> um, okay, Goddess Fairy Faye, what are all your socials? Oh, my socials. Yeah. Um, so my Instagram recently got taken down, but I am on it again. And yeah, what's the I new changed one? my thing. It is goddess, G-O-D-D-E-S-S dot F-R-E-Y-A-F-A-E. So that's goddess, goddess dot Freya Freya Faye. Faye. And then Twitter. my Twitter, that's where I am active every single day. Mm-hmm. It's goddess Freya Faye. So G-O-D-D-E-S-S. F-R-E-Y-A-F-A-E. Lovely. And then if you want to book either of us, mm-hmm. then you are going to go to theritualchamber.ca. You're going to fill out the form. Fill out the form. You're going to put, I want a duo yeah. with goddess Freya and Lady Pym. Mm-hmm. And I want it to be a life drawing role play. Yes. <laughs> And you're going to have the best time. And we're all going to have the very best time. And maybe, just maybe, we'll talk about it the next time we're on the podcast together. And tweet about it. (laughs) Lucky you. (laughs) We're going to share the drawings we made. Yes! We'll take a picture of them before you get them as a gift. And then we'll post those, you know? I can't wait. It's brilliant. Okay. So for me... um, my Twitter, obviously, is at theladypim1. That's where I'm the most active. If you must go on over to Instagram, I'm at theladypim or at the Bedpost Podcast. I have a Patreon, and actually, we recorded a fun little video for the Patreon that will be going up um, in this this uh, upcoming month. Patreon.com slash thebedpostshow. Um, and I never like to go an episode without thanking the lovely lady who does all the original music for my podcast. She is Stephanie Copeland. You can find out more about her at stephcopelandmusic.com. Goddess Ray Famous has been so very fun. So nice. Book um, us for a duo, everybody. And uh, here on the pod, we'll see you next week with another fun and sexy guest here in the studio talking about sex and sexuality. Until then, get fucked, everybody. Get fucked! Bye! This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.